Welcome, First Five crew, to the newest episode of the First Five podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Pennell, here at Element Health and Wellness in Uptown Dallas. And guys, I'm excited to bring you the newest episode. It's going to be short to the point. Hope you enjoy it. But this is a really, really important topic, especially for those new chiropractic students, the ones that are about to graduate, and maybe even some of you that are newer into practice. But before we get into that, a quick shout out. I really want you guys to go visit Apto Advisory. It's A-P-T-O. So it's www.aptoadvisory.com. Josh Gaber, uh, he helped me a lot last year with my financial budgeting, understanding finances, knowing where to put money, how to apply it to uh, to take down debt. Really great lessons, guys, and I wanted to make sure I pass that along to you. You can use the First Five podcast, mention it. He's going to help you guys out. We really want to give uh, something that is going to benefit those students and as you've heard me talk already a lot on the first five podcasts, we mentioned financial success. We mentioned taking a hold of your finances, and it's so important to relieving some of that stress and feeling in control. So check it out. I'm telling you, Josh knows his stuff. Great person to lean on. All right, guys. So getting right into it now, the three ways that you can practice. All right. This was not brought up to us in school until a little bit later on. Some of the teachers may have brought it up early, but for the life of me, I can't remember until uh, a certain point, I think, try eight, uh, when one of the physicians that came to talk to us brought up these ideas. All right. So three ways that you can operate your practice and you really, this is all about doing it your way. All right. There's no right or wrong, but I'm going to give you the good and bad of each and talk through, you know, my opinion of, of those. So number one, all right, you can own your own practice, right? Fantastic idea. A lot of us want to be business owners there are so many good things to this, but there are also some uh, some difficult things to deal with too. So let's hit the good of owning your own practice. Number one, you have full ownership. There's a lot to be said about that. You're head of the decisions. You get to practice your way. Uh, financial success is really up to you. You can place your finances where you want them. You can sponsor things. Uh, you can be tight with your money. You can have a big, crazy, nice practice. You can keep it small to begin with. The style is yours to determine. And so there's a lot of gain to owning your own. Your patient population is yours. All right. Over time, you can hire associates come in. You can have independent contractors rent space. Tons of benefit here. You're growing your, your business over time. But on the other side of it, it's tough. If your back's against the wall, you're the only person to lean on in this case because guess what? Everything is on you. Those benefits can also weigh on you too. You have all the decision-making power within your practice. The financial success or failure is really up to you. And you have, like I said, you have a very small margin for error. So you have to perform. The biggest thing here, guys, I've seen some friends that have owned their own from the start and have done a very, very good job. I've seen others that have had to pivot a little bit because it wasn't quite what they wanted it to be or they may have approached it incorrectly for, for their uh, um, situation, I guess. So anyway, I like if you know where you want to practice, how you want to practice, you know that you don't want to work for anybody else because it's just not in your mindset, owning your own may be the exact route that you need to go. And whether that is that you can start small or grow, I would say this. If finances are tight, and a lot of us coming out of school, they were, 
make sure you start small. Because if you go with all the bells and whistles and all the crazy stuff, your overhead gets very high and it can be tough because you have this, regardless of what amount of money you make, let's say that your overhead is 10 grand a month. Let's just start there, all right? That may be high for some of you listening, that may be low for some of you listening, but let's just say it's 10 grand a month. That means that you have to make $10,000 before you make a single dollar that then you can pay other debts with or just have to live on. And so keep that in mind. Um, but on the other side of it, if, if you have ability to um, to borrow money from a bank, if you have family money, whatever that may be, it, it could be a great opportunity with minimal risk depending on your approach. But it's, it's tough, all right? It's tricky. And so keep those things in mind, all right? Number two, let me, you know what? I'll keep going and then we'll, we'll give our, our thoughts on each as, as we go into it. I want to keep them neutral to begin with, let you make a decision, then I'm going to give you my recommendations. So number two is independent contractor, right? The good side of this is you still own your own practice, right? You're a 1099 employee, which means that you rent space from somebody else. Uh, it doesn't have to be another chiropractor. It could be a gym owner, um, could be just office space, but you essentially will pay some amount of rent figured out. Um, but you get to own your own practice, which is pretty fantastic because you can take that patient population, you own it, you can move somewhere else, right? You're not restricted because that's your practice. You're just renting space. Um, you can have other business partners. So just for instance, I was an independent contractor, performance chiropractic and performance chiropractic was a banner. We were all independent contractors under that banner. So it was Matthew Pennell, LLC, Shane Bates, LLC. Larry Burrell, Mike Murphy, uh, whoever was involved, it was their own LLC within that performance chiropractic banner. So that was pretty cool. I'll touch on that a little bit here in a second. But the the tough part about that, depending on who's running the show, you still you you may not have all the decisions up to you. All right, if you're an independent contractor within a group that has kind of other people that are are running the show, you may not have full decision power, which could be a good thing, honestly, to start out with. You may not want all those decisions, but it may not allow you to fully practice the way that you'd like to or have the hours that you'd like to have. So think about that stuff. It can Number two, it can still be a tough way to start because guess what? You still have to build your own practice, and that is your financial gain is building your own and growing your own. So not an easy task, but one that will play out with you for the good of the long term. And if you're in for the long term gain, that could be a good thing. All right. The last part that I that I have is, you know, you still owe rent, right? Depending on your situation, and this may be worked out with the office or the physicians or whoever that may be, you still will have to owe something. And so that could be tough on you. Depending on how much money you have coming out, you just need to be very aware of what that's going to look like, how much money you're going to have to bring in in order to make overhead and still put yourself in a good position. All right, the last one, option three, being an associate. Okay, the good parts of this are, one, you have an income. Being an associate means that you're a salaried employee. All right, you're W-2. So that means that there's a set agreed upon income. You get paid every couple of weeks or whatever, you know, weekly, uh, monthly, however you guys decide to do that. But primarily it's, it's every couple of weeks. You get a chance to learn within another person's group. That can be kind of cool, especially if you come out of school and, and not really 
have a full understanding of how you want to practice. You want to see some good, some bad, some indifferent, and start to make some of your own decisions, all right? Or maybe you are an associate with a head physician that you would eventually like to uh, be a part of down the road. And so that could be a good thing too, because guess what? Maybe now um, you get an opportunity to buy into the practice, or maybe after a certain amount of time, you get some ownership, uh, sweat equity, maybe uh, your base salary, and these are just purely examples, but maybe your base salary is 35 grand a year, but after the practice reaches a certain level of collections every month, you get a percentage of that. There are a lot of things that you can work into your benefit. It really depends on what you perceive as that situation for the future. It depends on how you want to uh, work and and add ownership down the road. Um, it depends on what your situation is. Do you plan on moving? Do you plan on growing within that space? The tough part about it is if you plan on owning your own in the same town or same area, you may have some restrictions based on demog- or, uh, uh, area. You know, you may have a non-compete of f- five miles, 10 miles, 15 miles, who knows? Uh, that can be worked out in the contract, so you have to be careful about those type of things. All right. The bad part about being an associate is the decisions are not really up to you. Your control is minimal compared to uh, you know some of the other situations. From a style standpoint, you may not have all the power to make decisions, and you may be locked into a contract that you're not super pumped about as time goes on. So you do have to be careful about those things. Um, let me let me now touch on, right? I want you to adjust that information, but let me give a little opinion as to where you should go. All right. Again, let let's touch back on owning your own. I think that if you know where you want to go, you know where you want to live, you've done your homework, you know that you are ready to practice a certain way, go with owning your own. All right. If you are interested in owning your own business, you want to grow it over time, uh, you want control of your portion of the practice, but don't want as much overhead and pressure of owning your own, I think an independent contractor route is great. And some of the other business partners and people that you're around, if you choose to be in line with other chiropractors, could provide valuable information. All right. And then as an associate, I think if you are not very sure of how you want to practice, where you want to practice, you need money in the short term, I would go with an associate route. Just make sure that, you know, is it a one-year deal, two-year deal? Do you want to be there long-term? What's going on? But if your head is is up in the clouds of where you want to go and how you want to practice, I think associate is the best route for you. It's the least, um, it's, it's your least worry, essentially, all right? And there is little downside to that outside of, of growing your own. But take that take that into consideration, all right? So my suggestion now, if you are, uh, let, me, let me just go with this. So at Performance Chiropractic, as I mentioned, I was an independent contractor, all right? So I had the opportunity to grow my own business. Um, we had a deal worked out where I paid 50% of what I brought in until I reached $10,000 of overhead or $10,000 total per month, all right? So I had to pay the practice $5,000, but everything after that, I got to keep, all right? So if I made $20,000, I 
I paid the practice five and I got to keep 15 and so on. So it's a cool deal for growing. You still have to work hard, uh, but also it gives you the opportunity that if somebody's out, uh, if one of the other physicians are too busy, you may be able to see their patients and work out some kind of deal to where you get a cut of, of that. And whether it's a set rate or percentage, that could be up to you. All right. So hopefully this brings a little light as to what each of these situations are and what may fit you the best. It's difficult for me to give you an exact idea of where you 100% should go because everyone, everyone's situation is different. Everyone's financial situation is different. Everyone's understanding of, of money and position and idea of where they want to live and how they want to practice is very, very different. All right, But again, if you want to own your own, you know what you want to do, run with it. If you want to build your practice within someone else's and learn, go IC. And if you're a little bit unsure you need some money up front, look into that associate route and see how that will build for you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the newest episode of the first five podcasts. Almost caught myself saying the Entrepreneur's Edge. That was our old one. You can find it on the uh, on the podcast stream there with Apple Podcasts. But we've enjoyed this new podcast a lot, especially this short to the point. I hope you gain a lot of knowledge in regards to what those categories could be, how you want your practice to run, if you have questions, please send them over my way. You can shoot me a direct message, a DM on uh, the first five on Element or um, geez, on um, Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, you can email me at drmattpennell at gmail.com. Guys, if you liked it, please leave us a review. Let us know what you'd like to hear in the future. And I hope you enjoyed the newest episode of the first five podcast. We'll catch you next time, guys. Yeah.